Good afternoon, I'm Raylene Ramsey. This is your afternoon news fix for Wednesday, the 29th of November. 49 actions in 100 days. That's Prime Minister Chris Luxon's ambition over the coming months as his government looks to move quickly on policies it campaigned on. Political editor Jason Walls has more. Scrapping Auckland's regional fuel tax, canning fair pay agreements and repealing three waters are just some of the policies on Luxon's chopping block as he cracks into what he's describing as a hugely ambitious plan. He says his government will be known for getting things done and the 49 initiatives outlined today are the things New Zealanders voted for and what they expect their government to deliver. Other initiatives include stopping blanket speed limit reductions, uh, banning the use of cell phones in schools and taking the first steps to disestablish the Māori Health Authority. The Reserve Bank Governor is warning if inflation starts climbing back up, he'll be forced to hike the official cash rate to respond. Adrian Orr and his Monetary Policy Committee today left the benchmark interest rate at 5.5%. But he warns inflation pressures in the economy are still at play. If inflation pressures were to be stronger than anticipated, uh, the OCR would likely need to increase from here. New analysis shows the cost of tax breaks for landlords will be a billion dollars more than originally signalled. The Council of Trade Unions has found the cost of bringing back landlords' interest deductibility will rise from $2.1 to $3 billion dollars. This is due to changes as part of the National Act Agreement, which uh, will bring it back earlier and faster. CTU economist Craig Rennie says the government's told us every dollar counts, so there's a question around whether this is good value for money. We're choosing to give it to a group who've already done really well over the past 20 years. For us, there's a question about priorities. Crown lawyers admit perjured evidence shouldn't have been heard at David Tamahedi's 1990 trial. But it doesn't mean his convictions were wrong. Tamahedi was found guilty of the 1989 murders of two Swedish tourists and is appealing his convictions this week. Azaria Howell reports. His trial heard from a cellmate who falsely claimed Tamihede confessed to the murders behind bars. Crown lawyer Rebecca Thompson says other evidence is strong and points only to Tamihede being the killer. The Court of Appeal's decision is expected in next year. An international study suggests seismic signals could improve forecasting for major earthquakes. Signals were detected on both the main fault and a less monitored secondary fault eight months before Turkey's 7.8 magnitude quake in February. Authors say these secondary signals could help build better earthquake early warning systems. Massey University emergency management expert Lauren Vanell says any research which advances our understanding of earthquakes is valuable. I think we're quite a way off being able to use this understanding for earthquake forecasting and definitely for warnings. In sport, All Blacks captain Sam Kane believes New Zealand rugby needs to have a conversation about allowing international players to play their club rugby abroad. White Ferns big hitters Amelia Kerr or Sophie Devine have been granted permission to miss Sunday's 2020 clash against Pakistan in order to fulfil their women's big bash commitments in Australia. Football's lawmakers are proposing to trial sin bins at higher levels of football following a successful implementation in the grassroots game. I'm Raylene Ramsey. That is your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the News Talk ZB Newsroom.